Hey, pass me a beer. Decisions to be made. Moments before we go on air. Look, at least promise me you won't drink. Alcohol always leads to trouble. Ding! Ding! Harry. Hey, who wants to play Drink the Beer? Right here. <laughs> you win! Alright, what do I win? Another beer! Silence your phones, meow, everybody. Just have a cup of coffee. Bear it is. Coffee? Beer. <sighs> okay. I'd kill for a beer. <gasps> Who's starting this one? Because I'm getting thirsty here, so. Alright, I'll go. Deep beer and a sympathetic ear. Step right up. Right. You are clear to go, Chad. Chad is clear to go. All right. Hey, good evening, everybody. It's Chad Jensen from the Beard Hops podcast up in Green Bay. We're live on YouTube tonight, and we're recording a podcast to do another beer review. Down in the Chicagoland area is my co-host, Adam. How you doing tonight, buddy? Hey, how's it going, Chad? We're looking, I'm looking doing... forward to this... Uh... Well, what they tell us is a whale beer, but we'll, we'll talk about yeah, it. Later. Maybe. We'll about it later. Yeah. Who else you got down there with you? Uh, I can smell them. Definitely can smell <laughs> them from sitting over here. Of course, uh, Jake, I'm going to unmute your mic first, Jake. Hello, everybody. There he is. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jake. I showered since the last time I was a guest. I don't think it's a BO issue. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> So you're not using the uh, the ball mic tonight, I see. No, no, um, which is a little sad because, well, no, I'm not. But I got this nice little arm here. I feel very radio showy. I'm like, yeah, he looks yeah, a little bit more professional. Yes, I'm going to stay a little closer to the mic too. I, I I tend to start to kind of fall back as I get relaxed into the beer. <laughs> Make out with it. All you got to do is uh, suck face with the mic, and you'll sound great. Well, right there on the uh, <laughs> screen right there. And he's leaving. <laughs> he's, he was getting something out of the background there. Tonight we're reviewing Zombie Dust from Three Floyds. Yeah, yeah. Out of Munster, Indiana. This one, um, we did have Danny in the uh, group. He actually asked that we review this. So uh, we do have this tonight. And um, what do you want to do first? Let's uh, tell a little bit about the beer first, I guess. Before we uh, crack it, even though I do want to crack this, or do you crack it first? Yeah, either talk about the beer, be a beer, right. or uh, let's tell people how we're going to do this. <clears throat> oh yeah, Jake, do you want to? You're the professional at this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, so we're going to go in here. We're going to crack <laughs> open this beer. We're going to talk about the label, the bottle. Of course, we're going to get into the brewery, uh, but we're going to look at the color and really just get a sense of what we got going on here. Then we're going to take our initial taste. Go around the room a little bit. Oh, and don't let me forget, we're definitely going to take a good schniff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't forget the schniff. Schniff. Uh, yeah, and then we'll go around, the, go around the, the group here and get some initial reviews, thoughts, tastes, smells, and, uh, of course, get our first rating. And, uh, and then we'll go ahead. We'll get into some other, you know, some, some of the Three Floyd stuff, and then maybe some other beer stuff. I know that Chad and Adam took a little little trip recently that I'm excited to hear about. Yeah, we'll talk then, a little bit about that tonight. You better because I see a little, I see a, a new little uh, hat there, Chad. I am liking it. I am sporting it. some some merch tonight. 
<laughs> looking good, looking good. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, you know later on the show, as we finish up, we'll have a final rating for the beer. And uh, yeah, looking forward to it, guys. Those are the rules of engagement, everybody, for Beer at Hops podcast. These are the rules. And you know what? It's kind of slipped into how I drink beer all the time. <laughs> all right. I just, I just opened the text line. The text line is open. So for those of you who are listening on uh, watching on the YouTubes right now, uh, you can text us at 312-476-9720. Chad, you want to tell us a little bit about our our beer tonight? Yeah, three Floyds. Three Floyds, three Floyds, right? Floyds Brewing, uh, Munster, Indiana. Um, the uh, brewery, which we'll talk a little bit more uh, in depth here shortly, started in 1996. But the one we're going to review tonight, as mentioned, is the Zombie Dust. This is a, according to their website, described as an intensely hopped and gushing undead pale ale. Just a pale ale. We we had a little bit of a discussion beforehand of what what this beer was. If it was an IPA or an APA. On their website, they actually just call it a pale ale. Yeah, and uh, I think it was untapped. And some of the other beer sites, I, well, untapped for sure has it listed as a a pale ale dash American. So that's where yes. I figured the APA part of it came in. Yeah, but uh, there isn't really much information about this particular beer, though, as far as what what hops or what malts they've used for it. Um, it's a it's a six point um, sorry let me six point two ab or abv and a fifty ibu so I'm really interested to see where this one's going to land on the palate because um, I was warned ahead of time that I may not like this one because it's so hoppy by our good friend right. Dan but you were uh, you were warned consider I was, yourself forewarned I was forewarned but I'm really uh, I'm really curious to know what this is going to be like at a 50 IBU rating cuz I don't think I've ever poured anything out with that low of an IBU I really wish we'd know what uh what the uh what the hops were and uh, or citra hops I know are citra hops in this but uh, there's got to be some balancing um some other balancing flavors in it I would think so um it says it's intensely hops and as we kind of learned a little bit yesterday from our 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 tour yesterday, it really does depend on the hops that are being used. That right, it lends itself to the acidity and and bitterness, so that affects that IBU rating. So <clears throat> we'll see. And um, so this beer specifically yeah, is um, they consider this. We actually found it on a whale list which was kind of a surprise to us um being in the chicagoland area yeah there was a time um when it was definitely hard to find i would say a couple couple years ago it was hard to find but just for a great example is today jake said hey i want to you know we said if you want to join us go ahead and he ran out and was able to just pick up a bottle of zombie dust so it wasn't that hard to find for you jake yeah, I mean, to be fair, uh, it was a craft beer store I've been meaning to check out, uh, Beer Bazaar, uh, local, you know, maybe 15 minutes away from us, Adam. Uh, you had told me about it. You said it was a good spot, and they go over there. And uh, I did, they do very often update their beer menu on Untapped. So I did check Untapped, and I saw that just yesterday the owner had checked in that they had zombie dust. Uh, when I got there, they had probably about eight bottles. And so I just, you know, it's one of these, what I really like about this beer bazaar is you can just grab a single bottle of anything, a single can, anything in the store. So I, I thought about just buying the rest, 
but it's I, I it's been so long since I've had zombie dust I really couldn't remember um, how much I liked it so I just went ahead and grabbed one so I could join you guys tonight but yeah I mean you know so on the one hand I kind of had some advanced uh, information on the store the craft beer store we, we're having some technical difficulties here with the lights but uh, <laughs> but yes it, it wasn't that terribly difficult to get and I have seen it randomly. You know, not all the time, but randomly checking out different craft beer stores around here. I, I have seen it more and more. Um, and I remember, you know, three years ago when I first started drinking uh, Three Floyds, we were, you know, that was like the hot thing between our group of friends is who could find the zombie dust? Who could find If you found Gumball Head, that was a pretty good deal. Uh, and everybody was excited to drink Gumball Head, but it was like a big deal to come back to the, the neighborhood with a six pack of zombie dust. Yeah, they and they distribute Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, Ohio, and Wisconsin. And I, I honestly can say I've never seen it any of the, at any of the beer stores in Wisconsin that I frequent. Um, I check all the time um, for some of these bigger beers, and I've never been able to find it. So my the one I'm drinking tonight actually comes courtesy of Beer Bazaar as well, I believe. Uh, Adam bought this uh, a few weeks ago, and we made a little uh, exchange uh, for for podcast beers, and this was uh, one that he gave me. So, yeah, I exactly. I, I don't know that I can. I mean, I mean, I'm sure it's available somewhere in Wisconsin, but I've never seen it in any of the three or four stores that I that I usually for, uh, visit. Yeah, like Jake talked about before, with everybody in our neighborhood, it was a is a cool kind of a, a thing to be able to get to get zombie dust and. Uh, You'd have to go into, you'd kind of start building relationships with the with the the beer store owners in the in the area because you'd walk in and just they wouldn't have them on the shelves, but you just look at them and be like, you guys zombie does, <laughs> and then you'd be like, <laughs> you know, it's almost like you know the 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 king like thumbs up, thumbs down, <laughs> you're gonna get it or you're not, and even in some places like uh, I heard some of our neighbors tell the story of like. He would walk in and they tell him no and he'd go to the back of the store and then another guy walk in and he'd tell him yes so beyond the bar guy the uh, beer store guy's good side otherwise you're not getting uh, yeah no beer. kidding but now i mean we just walk in and grab it so yeah but we we definitely had like the summer of three floyds around here and like if you brought back like yum yum or uh alpha king i think it was called everybody would be like uh okay but if you got gumball head or zombie dust i mean you got zombie dust yeah. <laughs> it was like how you doing you know and you just passing it out so it's been a little while since you guys have had it i've never had it yeah um so let's it's been let's quite a while since we've had it yeah yeah let's crack this baby open let's crack this open yep and here we go i like their cap uh it's a uh green and purple uh vertigo-ish looking cap with some sort of uh zombie well not really zombie-ish looking hands but uh, yeah, uh, I mean, Three Floyd's whole thing is like kind of cool. It's like the dead, like that's yeah. like their thing. So it's a cool cap. Everything they have is this kind of uh, cartoon book, I would say, kind of like writing and you know, and and artwork. Everything they have is is really a lot like that. So kind of reminds me of like some graphic novel type artwork um and they have a lot of bottles that have some good color on them uh but chad that how i always know because you see a lot of different beers uh these days with some pretty colorful and artistic cans going on or bottles i always know it's three floyds though when i see that cap that bottle cap it does stand out yeah 
Yeah, and and I don't know that I can think of another craft beer where they've done such a good job of like I know that bottle cap. I mean, I might know the logo on the bottle cap, but I don't even have to see a logo on Three Floyds. Like I see that sort of spiral coloring, and I know right away who makes that. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, right away they, when you they, pour it. They point out the uh, the artist and the designer on the website. Um, I'm assuming of the label. Tim Tim Seeley is the artist, and the designer is a Zimmer Design. So that's uh, that's interesting. That I don't know of any other website I've been on that actually credits the artist for labels. Well, that's that's a good cool. job of branding when you when people know your bottle cap. Yeah, now, for sure. This, what hops did you say this was, Chad? Citra. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was. That's what I was gonna say. That's it's definitely. I mean, even pouring it, it's it's a good couple feet away from me, so I get this camera shot on it. Mm-hmm. I can smell, you know, those citra hops. Absolutely, Chad's got some good head going on there. Got some good head. Here's the color. Very put that way, uh, put that way behind I, a little bit more. The IPA goldenish. Yeah, it's a little so hazy. Take, take the light away, and it's very. It, that's not the color that it's you see. Like a brown ale, almost. Yeah, it's really <clears throat> nice and nice and golden. Yeah. It is. Uh, Dan just texted. He's watching on YouTube. Very nice. Hi, Dan. Dan, I think I'm telling you, Dan's watching solely to watch you pour this down the drink. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, definitely Citra hops. Obviously, I mean that's just boom, like nails you. You know, um, it's it it's hazy, but it's not like um, not horrible. Man, whatever. Activity in the bubbleage. Can we can we sip here, kids? Or you guys still have too much head going? I still have a little too much head on mine. I'm gonna, I'll uh, force that down just a little bit with a little finger love. (laughs) I'm gonna do a little more sniffing, sniffing. (laughs) That's just horrible, right there. Oh my gosh! (laughs) How many? Never mind. (laughs) Let's not go there. Oh my. Uh, Oh yeah, I'm drinking. Going in. Yeah, you guys go first. Take your sips. I it did surprise me that it's only fifty. Okay, <clears throat> but as we as we know, as we've learned about IBUs on recent episodes, we've had some discussions about IBUs. And actually, I was surprised, Jake. You'll like to hear this. Um, so let me. I know we got to drink this, but I'm going to give this a quick detour, just real quickly. Uh, last, um, well, yesterday. Uh, Jake, myself, or Jake, not Jake, Chad and myself. Jake couldn't go. I was um, with you in the spirit. We went to Three Floyds. No, we did it. Holy crap, it's Three Sheeps. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Mm. <sighs> okay, we went to Three Sheeps. We're doing, this is the three episode. We got Three Floyds, yeah, Three Sheeps. In Sheboygan. And, we, and I'll tell the quick part. We're going to talk more about our, our trip later, but we did a brew tour. And the the um, co-founder was the one that was doing the tour and chad asked a question about ib radians and the one thing about his comment that he said is that it's really anybody's guess that they don't test every beer every time what they basically do is they know the the acidity and the approximate ibus of the hops that they're using and then they do the math off of that and they can send it and test it then what they'll do is from time to time is send a batch off for testing to see how accurate they were in their IBU ratings. Right. But most breweries don't sit there and know the exact IBUs. So I'm not going to get into what happened last time I was a guest. Um, 
And I'm probably wrong. I'm sure there's listeners out there that are like, this guy's an idiot. Because I am. Uh, <laughs> but I'm kind of in this place now based off of some uh, details that Chad was able to pull up where I feel like the IBU rating is meaningless. And I feel like what you're saying right there, Adam, well, I, it's not meaningless. It's just meaningless to expecting any sort of bitter happiness level. Um, so what I'm hearing from you, I mean, if it, it's funny, like people get so hung up on the IBU. What you're saying is they don't even necessarily, you know, measure that every time i mean they'll send something out to check and see how accurate they were but they're kind of just going off it like i guess all i'm saying is if ibu is so important don't you think they would be constantly checking that well i don't know how i really don't know how important it 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 is honestly i mean i mean the way the way i think of it is a it's a it's a a guide it's a general guide it's very general so go ahead and you, you you Go with your thought, and I've got. Well, yeah, the way I think of it is, it's a guideline. I can't. What we mentioned last time, we know that the bitterness of this is going to top out at fifty, but we also know that the brewers have ways to even damper that bitterness even more, right? So you're right. It, I mean, everybody's always been focused on what's it? What's the IBU? What's the IBU? What's the IBU? And it's always been kind of a brewer, a brewer craft brewing thing but but now you know the truth and your eyes have been open chad what were you gonna say um i think that if you from i mean from now on going forward for me i i used to i used to take the ibu rating and immediately think okay if it's if it's up there in the 80s 90s 100s or higher i'm just not gonna like this well Pliny, I think Pliny kind of opened my eyes to that, to the fact that that doesn't really matter. So it, I don't want to say it doesn't matter, but I think if you, if you look at an IBU rating on a beer before you taste it, it will give you some, it'll s- signal something in your brain to say, Hey, be, be aware. This might be a hoppy beer, but what you don't know is what, what else is in it to balance it, to, uh, to bring that bitterness down. I mean, if it's got some good, good multi balance, then the bitterness is going to go away. You're still going to get a nice hoppy flavor, but it's not going to be as bitter as maybe the rating says it's going to be. Yep, exactly. Now, have you had a drink, Chad? Have you had? A I have. I have taken my first sip. Okay. So, um, seeing that Jake and I've had this before, Chad, what say you? Um. Hmm. Not a lot. No, I am trying to compare this. So if I compare it to, I've had a few other IPAs recently. Yep. But the best thing I can compare this to um, taste-wise uh, in the last few weeks is our Pliny Two-Hearted comparison episode. I think this is, I think this is on par taste-wise with either of those two. Um, I, I'm not blown away by it. Being a being a a I put whale beer in air quotes, right? You were, but if I remember, right, you were. I'm not. I'm not really gonna say blown away, but you were surprised with Pliny. But I think that was more because of you saw 100 and it didn't taste 100, right? Yes. Yeah. Now, I didn't rate it. I mean, I rated it as really good. Yeah, I rated Pliny at 375. But you're so, talking now just like of overall just flavor, right? Not just bitterness, right? Right. 
you're you're putting this on par with Pliny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm sorry to disappoint. I'm not gonna dump this one out. Um, I'll drink it. It's um sorry, Dan. He's not dumping it. It's <laughs> it just it just does not it's not so bitter that I can't drink it like that hop stupid was. Um that would that beer was so bitter. I yeah, I just couldn't balance could, it at all. Yeah, I couldn't take it. Yeah. Um, and this one, I, I, I want to know what the I want to know what the mall I want to know what the balance is in this beer because it's hoppy. It's it's a little bit bitter, but it's not. Um, it's really hoppy. Uh, it's got a really nice citrus smell to it. Um, I re- I really wish you knew what the other ingredients were. It smells delicious. I actually think this smells better than Pliny or Two Hearted. Well, yeah, they definitely did a good job with this the you know the late edition hops. Um yeah, I agree. It smells really good. Jake Kobe, you've had this before, but it's been a while. What are you uh what are you thinking over there, kid? Yeah, it's been quite a while and I, I could not really remember at all what I felt about this beer. Um and that was well before I was untapped. So I had nothing to sort of look back on. Uh, I, I will say right away, the aroma, very, very citrusy, very, it's pungent, but it's, it's nice. It's, it's a good smell. Um, and that it follows that up with the taste, you know, right away you get hit with sort of a, a, a citru- uh, a citrusy, you know, punch right there. Um, but I think it's good. And I think what's interesting is, oh gosh, I like saying the word interesting is you expect <laughs> it to turn into like a, uh, an IPA, like sort of a hoppy IPA because the citrus kind of feeds into that. But really, you're not left with. I don't have any sort of bitter aftertaste at all. Um, I, I do think, you know, in terms of beers that we've uh, had on the show recently, I think they are similar to Pliny and Two Hearted. I would say more citrusy and less and less bitterness in both of those. Uh, I'm I'm actually enjoying this quite a bit. I think this is something that I could sit here because I, I I like a good IPA, but I can only have so much of that really hoppy taste. And that bitterness before I need to switch to something else. I think I could have a couple of these. This has come out of the gate strong for me. This really the begs the question for me uh, before we jump over to Adam here. What and maybe we should see what we can find on the show here is what what the difference is between an IPA and a and just a regular pale ale. I mean, I know there's a, there is a difference, but this one tastes like an I kind of like an I. This one tastes more like an IPA than Sierra Nevada's hazy little thing did the other day. Yeah, and that's that's a New England IPA. It's, it's a little different style, so. But it's still along the same, the uh, same idea. Yeah, if you go uh, if you go to craftbeer.com and look up there, they'll give you the style guidelines for it. Um, while well, I'll see what I think of it, so I, I am pleasantly surprised, um, because I I. Like Jake, we—I mean, it was a while ago we had this, and we had it during the summer at the the uh, summertime uh, block parties. Summer of Floyd, yeah, Summer of Floyd, and I really couldn't remember what I thought of it. Um, and when I looked at back at my untapped rate, I'm like, man, I overinflated that. There's no way. But I don't think I'm going to go as high as I did before. But I think I am pleasantly surprised at how much I, I do like it. But I also think that's part to how my palate has changed since then, how many more beers I've had <laughs> since then. 
And I think also because like all all of us here uh, tonight on the show, we all took part in that two-hearted Pliny comparison. And so we still have that on our minds as well. Um, I am actually surprised at how it does compare to Pliny. You know, it's not, I would expect it to be completely different, especially because this only has one hop. They only use Citra in this. They don't use any other hops in this beer. So, um, yeah, I'm pleasantly surprised. Uh, Chad, what do you think you're going to go for an initial rating out of the gate? Uh, I'll give it a I'll give it a three point five on first what taste. You, what did you give Pliny on the first one? I can't remember. Three seven five. It stayed at three seven five the whole time. Yeah, Jake. Uh, you know, I I think uh, like I said, I I didn't rate this when we had it a few years back. I think my palate has changed, and if I had rated it back then, my rating now would be higher. I'm I'm gonna come out uh, at a four right now. Nice. At four coming out strong at the four. Look at you, nice. Um, I would say I am. Hmm. Let me take a drink, kids. All right. Well, he takes a drink. the The okay. national untapped uh, average is four point four, and the national beer advocate average is four point five nine. So, it's a really highly rated beer. Yeah. Um, I would pr- go ahead. Sorry. I was just gonna say I I would prefer the spirit to two hearted. Ooh, I don't know about that one. Uh, what about Hop Slam? Oh man. Ooh, you know I rated Hop Slam. I want to say like a three seven five, but um, Hop Slam's really damn good. I I need to go pick up another case before it's out everywhere. Yeah, I, I would take know. Hop Slam over. Yeah, I would take Hop Slam over all three, but. Adam, you haven't given. I, your- I would take Hop Slam over all three of these any time of the day. Mm-hmm. I like Too Hard it better than I like this one. Um, I'm going to say three five right now. That's where I'm going to start start at. So, now did you look up the styles? Yeah, uh, really. The only the there the, the, there is just one technical difference, and it's essentially comes down to the the IPA being more assertively hopped, and it's just, it's just essentially a stronger version of the pale ale. So I wonder if that's where, you know, we talked a few weeks ago about on the IBU scale about where, where IBUs, where IBUs, where IPAs typically fall 55 or higher. Uh, this one's a 50 and it's, it's a pale ale. Although, and then, but then we had that New England, what was the, what was the hazy little thing? Like a 20 or 35 or something. It was low. What on IBUs? Yeah. I'll look it up again. Cause I actually, it was low though. It was very low. Yeah. So again, the IBU scale doesn't really give us any information on where, uh, where the styles actually, where the line is drawn between styles. Um, what does it give us, Chad? What does it give us? The IB. I told you what the IBU scale gives us. <laughs> Easy little thing is forty. <laughs> General guide. Okay, I knew. Yeah, I knew it was lower. Yeah. But so here, I mean, here's the thing: the only time style guide really even technically matters is if this beer is entered into a competition. At that point, if it's entered into competition, the judges have to then go by the style guide. And if you're calling yourself an IPA, but you're 20 IBUs, they're going to be, yeah, no, 
you're not an IPA. We're not going to grade you as that. You're going to fail, basically. You're not going to win this. So then the brewers can really call us whatever they want. Right? They don't have to call yeah, I was just an IPA, I was just gonna, IPA, anything. Yeah, I was just going to say that. One of the, the article that I have up here from Vine Pair, um, it's uh, the lines definitely blur and you can have a pale ale by one brewer that seems just as hoppy as the IPA from another. It all depends on what a brewer's definition of the two terms are. So, I mean, really, this could be an IPA by another brewer or a two-hearted could be a pale ale by another brewer. Right, exactly. So there are a little lines a little blurry there, huh? Yeah, it's definitely it's blurred. <laughs> and But also that just lends itself to a lot of creativity by these brewers, so. Um, all right, cool. So we all have our ratings down. Um, Jake is apparently high tonight. That's all right, though. So what we're going to do first <laughs> is, uh, do you want to talk about, um, <laughs> talk about yesterday? What we did last night, baby? Yeah, Jake. yeah. I mean, since we're on a, this is a Three Floyds episode, so let's talk to episode. Let's talk about uh, Three Sheeps Brewing, which we've done a couple of Three Sheeps Brewing um reviews already uh yeah, one regular one f- podcast and one full yeah and then yeah. two short a yeah. couple of quickies uh <laughs> i am wearing the i'm sporting the three sheeps hat tonight um we had a great time over there at, at three sheeps yesterday so they were uh, uh it's a, it's a it's in sheboygan wisconsin uh it's about halfway between um adam and i and the, it was just it was just a perfect meetup point um to go to a nice little local brewery. They do distribute to a couple of states into Northern Illinois and then over into Minnesota and Wisconsin. Uh, so they're not a, I wouldn't consider them a regional, regional brewery. Yeah, that's it. Um, they don't, they don't go, they don't hit Indiana or. No. Or Michigan, right? It was just not those, even down into central Illinois. It's just yeah, Northern Illinois. So limited distribution, um, but they make some fantastic beers. Uh, we met one of the owners. There's it's co-owned. Uh, we met James yesterday. Um, we met uh, a couple of the guys that uh, were working the bar we there. Dustin, Dustin, Dustin Hoffman. Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman was there. Dustin Hoffman. Um, super nice guy. He's a little younger than I thought he was going to be, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> we tried to get him to do Rain Man. He wouldn't do it. I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, I wasn't really expecting to be uh, working at a brewery either, but that's cool. Um, no, they, they, these guys were really, really, really fun. Uh, we, we sampled some. Awesome beers. Uh, got a nice brewery tour. We got a, yeah. a surprise tasting of an upcoming barrel-aged uh, uh, Belgian quad that's coming out. Um, just what was, to, just to what f- was really cool is in part of what they have, they have a pilot program, where which a lot of breweries have, where they have like a, a very small batch that they, they brew of a, you know, of a beer that they don't know if they're going to sell yet. They're just kind of testing it out and they had I want to say four or five right pilots up on that board last yeah, night. yeah i think there were four yeah it seemed I like i mean say. it was it was really cool to be able to try those um the only place you're going to get those is there at the brewery you're not going to find those in stores yet some of them could turn into stores yep tend to bottles but for the most part yeah and i hope a couple of them do uh they had one a pilot uh honey colch which i'm really into colches um, that was, that was really good. I came home with a growler of that and then their pilot, uh, copper lager, which was fantastic as well. And I think Adam brought, you brought home a, a growler of that, right? 
He's drinking. Yeah, had some of that before the show. It was delicious. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's that was a really good one. They had a, a pilot IPA that was made with Idaho Seven. Um, that I thought was it was pretty good. Um, so yeah, just a just a really really neat neat brewery as kind of a warehouse vibe, um, dimly lit but not like dark. Um, it was formerly a FedEx warehouse that they they bought. So what was cool is when you go into the the tap I was, room. I thought the other one was one was wasn't a Pepsi warehouse, and then the other the other side was no, that was the equipment. Oh, okay. The bottling, some of the bottling equipment was formerly formerly owned by Pepsi. Oh, okay. Um, but when you go into the the tap room area, it used to be the loading docks. As you can see, uh, that's right. That makes sense. It's where the the big doors of the trucks would pull in. So the back of the bar was the back of the dock, and you have you know. So that was really cool. And it's a very, like you said, it's a really good vibe. We got to go into the barrel room and see all the barrels. Uh, we got to, we got, we learned quite a bit, actually. I mean, they have a, there's actual barrel brokers, which I didn't know about. Yeah. The, the people who go and buy, um, you know, X amount of barrels from different whiskey distillers. And then they'll sell them over to, to the beer guys and they'll come back to the beer guys and buy them from the beer guys to then be sold back to, whatever else wants to do. So they'll go to this, this barrel broker and say, look, I'm looking for a whatever uh, barrel and they can ask for a specific whiskey. But he had said, if they ask for a specific whiskey, it can be much harder to get the amount of barrels they need for the beer. But as long as the, the whiskey that was used in the barrels are pretty much of the same kind, like they know it's about the same kind, they'll go ahead and use that and they're going to mix it together anyway. Um, I didn't even know that the barrel brokering, going on i never heard that so that was cool and that's probably why adam you see a lot of stuff say it's barrel age but they don't specify what the kind of whiskey was or what the kind of bourbon was or the rye because they weren't able to get all of one they got like a couple that were very similar how big was the the barrel room how many barrel like big room a lot of barrels in there well we do we did have that picture on facebook um but that was only half of it uh yeah there was there was plenty more space to put i mean they ha- they have a big 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 space to do uh, barrel. And this aging. is a newer space for them. This is they they had moved over here. They have a yeah. They have, grew their first first facility. Yeah, they have plenty of room, which is really cool. Um, like it's funny if um, when we went to Lakefront Brewing and we saw their remember their their bottling line, like this this bottling line looks so different compared to theirs but they even he even admitted this this is a complete frankenstein project that they just put this thing together and got it to work they have a couple guys there who are really engineering minded and put this yeah they know together. the equipment it's, very well. it's all used and borrowed equipment i mean like you said some of it's from pepsi some of it's from other brewers that they got and they just frankenstein that shit together to get it to work for what they need so it's, it's, it was really cool which I believe is kind of how Lakefront was too. I believe they had bought some bottling. I remember walking in. I remember what it looks like, but I believe they had bought it, uh, you know, used from some other places and just kind of had put it together with some guys' help too. So you said there was four pilots there that that were on the board. Is that what it was? I think it was. I want to say it was four, if not more. And and were yeah. they all on tap and all available for you to take a growler home? Not all of it had growler availability. Some of it did. Um, I'm assuming that's just because, like, once they get low on barrels, they stop offering growlers of them or something. But not all of them. Um, yeah, not all of them had growlers available. I want to see uh, if I can zoom in on this. Oh, I didn't quite get the menu in that picture. 
Yeah, I know I had a picture last night too. I was wondering if I'd be able yeah. to zoom in. I can't, I can't quite it. see the menu. Um, but yeah, it was really cool, and it was it was very cool of, of James, the co-owner, co-founder, to come over and just kind of he really he sat down with us. We were there with um, our ladies, and he just kind of sat down and and talked to us for a little bit. And you know, we asked a few questions, and he just kind of it was really kind of just kind of cool. He just came over to hang out with us for a little bit. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, we fun. we talked. We talked to the uh, the bar staff, which the bar staff does other things in the business. They're not just the bartenders. The Dustin Hoffman is uh, he's their brand guy, the brand uh, marketing guy, or whatever. Um, so I, th- but there was some word spreading among the, the those that were working the bar. They got to James, and he came over and he says, "Hey, I hear you guys do a podcast," and he sat down and talked with us for a little bit. Uh, so yeah, that was that was really cool. Um, and we might have an opportunity coming up in a couple of months to go back over there. Uh, they've got an anniversary party coming up and we we've kind of shot the idea to them to say hey what if we came over and did another podcast um here at the brewery um and just you know talk with talk with james and greg i think the other owner is greg and uh you know just uh kind of get to know them a little bit on the show and maybe talk to some other people that are visiting for the day and just uh celebrate that day with them so it was uh i mean this is we've been to many breweries before this first brewery we've been to um for personal slash podcast reasons. Uh, and I, and I think it's, I think we will have a lot of fun visiting breweries in the future. So, um, you know, we're not, not going to be, uh, we love three sheeps. We love their, their beers. You know, we're going to continue to review as many other beers as we, as we can. Um, but we'll start to develop some relationships here with, uh, with the breweries around, around us and, and, uh, you know, just enjoy, enjoy some time with them. So it was a good day. Chad, I heard uh last thing about this three sheeps or at least for me is um but I wanted to hear from you guys. Adam was telling me that you got you got to taste something uh on the tour there that was pretty special. And I and I actually had a rye version of that at home that I was drinking. If you wanna Yeah, veneration. Yeah, veneration. That's a uh the the one that's bottled right now is a rye barrel aged uh Belgian quadruple. And uh that's still uh, that that's a really, really good one. I think you you rated that quite well. Uh, when you drank it the other day, they've got a bourbon barrel aged version of veneration that they're working on. And that's what we were able to, they, they have a couple of nails in the barrel that they, they pulled the nail out and just uh, gave us each samples directly from the barrel, uh, which was amazing. That's awesome. So did you just kind of get down and stick your mouth out or? <laughs> he wouldn't, he wouldn't let us do that. I think there were a few people that tried it. Actually, yeah. the people that, that tried to go up there with their, they walked up to the barrel with their cup in hand, and he's like, "Um, I'll take your cup. I'll take care of the. I'll take care of the pour." Just hold the barrel. <laughs> it was. It was pretty cool. Was, I think it's one of the first times I've been on a tour where they give you a, a drink out of the barrel. You know, that's it was, yeah. fun. It was really I've never, cool. I've never experienced that before. That's the first time for me too. So that was really cool. Adam and I uh, a couple years ago did do a distillery tour, and we drank some gin that was right off the still. And it was like a hundred oh, nice. and I don't even know what the proof was, 140 <laughs> or something. Because, you know, they still need to like, I don't know if the words dilute or they just need to continue refining it with water and other things. Like it wasn't a finished product, product yeah. but it was, uh, that was a fun experience. And what was funny is that, so I took that shot of a hundred million proof, whatever, and I took my hat off and all of a sudden I had hair. It was crazy. Like hair just came out of my head for the first time in years. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it, yeah that was that was pretty funny uh so yeah um thank you very much to everybody at, at uh three sheeps it was 
it was a lot a lot of fun you guys have a great facility there and, and like like chad said um april right 21st? yeah april 21st they've got their uh their anniversary party uh that that day and Six they're gonna years. have some special uh i think special beers um on tap and available in their pilot program and uh you know if if anybody listening is in the sheboygan area that weekend on the 21st uh, stop by it's come and see it's us well, even if you're in yeah. chicago I mean, it is it's well worth, worth the drive. The drive. It it's is, totally worth the drive. Yeah, it's a really cool place. Easy so. drive, right? Adams. It was straight up ninety four. Yeah, except much. for that that one road that Wisconsin. You need to fix that. Day. What road was that, Chad? Oh, yeah, forty three between forty three and just north of Milwaukee, just to uh, just past Port Washington. Horrible. It's like you're driving on a washboard. Yeah, it's that's Interstate forty three too. <laughs> Seriously, Gina, Gina like, terrible. Did, did we did we lose a tire? <laughs> like, no, that's the roads. <laughs> yep. It's it's really bad. I was in downstate Illinois for a second, so <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. Um, so let's move on. Let's talk about Three Floyds themselves, because in doing some of the research here, I was actually surprised um, at what I learned about Three Floyds. So I didn't know that at one time they were called, and I'm not going to say they were believed to be, but they were called like the best brewery in the world. Apparently, back in 2011, yeah. a Washington Post article came out that said. Um, Floyd uh, had won over the geek elites and has been making the best beers on the planet for four to five years. And they were going off of that because on ratebeer.com they had over a million beer reviews um, that were logged. Um, and, and so apparently that was like number one on the website. Um, and so I contend because, again, this being a whale beer surprised us. And so that's why I contend maybe that kind of led to a little bit more of the mystique. And maybe before we get into that, Adam, I'm just looking, Ray Beer did top 100 breweries in the world. So on their 2017 list, Three Floyds was not in the top 10, but they were definitely on the top 100. And they were the only brewery from Indiana. Who was one? You know, I went I went to the break it, the breakdown Uh all it does is it lists out the top ten and then it lists out the others. So I, you guys, tell me if you if you know these. I know a couple: um, Hill Farmstead Brewery, Cloudwater Brew Co. Wait, was that was that Hill Farmstead thing number one? No, this is just the top ten. I'm just going to say that they don't they don't rate them one to ten. They just have the top ten. Well, I, I you can talk to Rate Beer about that. Uh, so. Hill Farmstead Brewery, Cloudwater Brew Co., Trillium Brewing Company, Ale Smith Brewing Company, Cycle Brewing, Omni Polo, and this is worldwide. So I don't, you know, I'm assuming some of these are not uh, in the U.S. Other Half Brewing, Cigar City Brewing, which I'm going to try and hit up uh, first week I've of heard, March. Yeah, I heard of them. They're in the Tampa area. Yep. Uh, McKellar, I, I'm assuming that might be international. And then the last one on the top 10 was Evil Twin Brewing. So, but Three Floyds is definitely on the list. And so are, you know, beers from some of the other places that we've talked about, you know, Bells and Founders and this, that, and the other. So, anyways. Cool. Yeah. Three Floyds been around since 1996. So they're, uh, they've been around the block for a while, 22 years. Yep. And it was uh, opened by brothers Nick and Simon and their dad, Mike Floyd. This is where you get the three Floyds from. 
So one of their top beers, though, which Eric uh, talked to us about was Dark Lord. And they have Dark Lord Day every oh, year. Oh, that's their Imperial Stout, right? The Russian Imperial. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, they released it every year. It used to be uh, at the uh, last Saturday in April, and they moved it recently to mid-May. And they also recently changed it so that the attendance at this event is now only is limited to 6,000 pre-sold tickets. And the reason they had to do that <laughs> is because it got so out of hand with how many people would show up to Three Floyds that the local police department asked them, to start limiting yeah uh (laughs) it got so bad um that the police were like just we can't handle this you can't do this anymore so they limited to six six thousand pre-sold tickets they they did announce it for this year as well uh in march but they haven't announced tickets and tickets are normally i think eric said he they're usually 180 bucks Uh, and just so you know before resale right is that that face value anything what do you mean so apparently in years past, they've sold these tickets for the 180-ish. People went there, stood in line because they had the tickets, and then got nothing. Three Floods ran out of the beer, or what they were promised as part of the tickets, Three Floods did not have. Oh, man, but that pissed some people off. Um, yeah, and also in the past, Three Floods would say, okay, you're going to get the Dark Lord beer, and then there's these three or four other we're going to pull out of the cellar for people to have. Well, people would get there and then they've changed what was coming from the seller or they've changed that you're not going to get them for free. You got to pay for them now. So, (laughs) you know, Uh, Eric was saying he's not going to go. But now he recently was texting me saying he's thinking about going to Dark Lord Day. And I was like, oh, gosh, I think my wife has has he had Dark Lord. Yeah. Do we know? I I think he has because I think he's been before Dark Lord Day. Yeah. Because I'm assuming, you know, I always hear Three Floyds, Dark Lord Day, Three Floyds, Dark Lord. But I don't really know. I'm assuming that's the only time you can drink that beer, right? It's never bottled, sold, anything else, right? As far as I'm aware, I haven't heard of it being sold anywhere else. And it's probably the only time people actually want to go to Munster, Indiana. (laughs) (laughs) On purpose. (laughs) Right, right. I mean, sometimes you just get lost. Yeah, this yeah. Uh, this article on uh, the Washington Post talks about Dark Lord Day. The entire year supply is released on Dark Lord Day. Yeah, so yeah, so you're not going to get it. Yep. Any other time. So. Uh, so they're Anderson. They're they're Anderson. They're they're. Uh, uh, what is his title? Uh, the sales manager, Lincoln Anderson. Lincoln. Uh, huh. Lincoln Anderson. Hi, I'm Lincoln. Sounds like a says name. he's a. Big bearded tattooed guy. Wow, well, then he's a cool guy. Then. Yeah, said that uh, uh, last year, Shopify is an e-commerce site used more than by more than fifteen thousand stores. Crashed with, within minutes after tickets for Dark Lord Day went on sale. Well, it's it, it's rated as the one of the fifteen best beers in the world by Rate Beer. Yeah, and one of the one of the and it's ranked one sixty six by Beer Advocate. Again, I don't know. Rape beer, I don't know. I've never really liked their website. <laughs> so I don't can't really speak to that. Yeah, I don't use it very often. Yeah, I don't really like theirs that much. So um so yeah, three Floyds, I mean, I was yeah, I was pretty surprised. Now one thing we also should get in the habit of saying, but it's the zombie dust what we're having tonight, at least for us, you can get used like fifteen bucks for a six pack. So if you can find it, which is not too hard around here. 
Uh, not not lately. Uh, so I do have a colleague, and I, I was talking about um, this past week in Chicago. Uh, I worked downtown the Loop, and I started going on a hunt. Uh, checked out three different places within walking distance of my building, just looking for um, some of the whales on the list and just kind of really getting a, a feel for what the stores around there might have that I can't get uh, locally up here. Uh, anyway, so I'm hunting around, and I'm coming back to the office. I'm talking to some people about craft beer. And then uh, uh, this a woman I work with, a super nice lady. I've talked to her before, but I had no idea. She's totally into craft beer. And apparently, I commute from north of the city. Well, she commutes from like south of the city and, and uh, near the electric line that's south of Chicago. And she was telling me she loves Three Floyds. She goes there. Uh, great food. Sometimes it's so hard to get in there, so they'll put their name on a list, and they have like a local, another local place that they'll go to and drink and just wait until they're they can get into Three Floyds. Uh, she was saying that because a, a big thing with them right now is they're doing this big expansion. They bought up a bunch of land a couple of years ago. Uh, they've worked with the city. I think they might be even getting a grant. I want to say I saw in the article uh, for some of it. Uh, but they're already doing some of the new brewing in the new facility that they're building. They they haven't opened up the new sort of uh, pub area for in tap room and whatever the technical term is yet. So they haven't expanded where you know consumers are coming when they visit. Uh, but from what she was telling me, they've already expanded uh, where they're doing their their production. Um, but yeah, it's it's literally tripling in size. And if you go look up pictures of the designs, like it it doesn't sort of look like. Um, how you would imagine, you know, a classic uh, brewery. It kind of looks like a, uh, a one of these new age tech campuses. Um, uh, really, really cool looking facility in the design pictures that I've seen online. Uh, so, you know, it's a place that uh, I'd like to get out to. And uh, another cool thing I'll say is um, my parent company's in Carmel, Indiana. So I do a decent amount of travel down to Indiana. And the last couple of years, you know, even after our sort of summer of Floyd was over, I always enjoyed going down there because they got a lot of good, uh, there's a lot of good bars that really like having uh, craft beer on tap. So it's always fun when you walk into a bar and they got, hey, they got Gumball Head on tap. Well, that's, you know, that's pretty awesome when it, when it takes me, at least it used to take me some work just to find a six pack back here. Uh, so if I had to take a business trip to Indiana, which I didn't really want to, no offense, Indiana, um, at least I knew <laughs> I would be drinking some good beer when I go out for dinner. <laughs> I never saw zombie dust on tap though. Um, and bottle, I could get it though when I was on those trips. Well, three Floyds is an interesting success story. I would say they've got a very short paragraph on their about page, uh, from their humble beginnings in 1996 armed with only a few hundred dollars, a five barrel Franken, uh, five barrel Frankenstein walk burner fired brew kettle repurposed, Open Swiss cheese fermenters uh, from in Hammond Square, and for, I guess from Hammond Squares. Yeah, uh, in an old Canfield's cola tank, the ales and lagers called "It's Not Normal" were born. So, not yeah, a lot of a few hundred dollars, and now they've turned it into you know what they're now they're looking at a multi million dollar expansion. I mean, it's, it's funny how these. Um, I mean, this is the first time we've heard that. I mean, Lakefront did yeah, the same thing. You know, Lakefront had um, old dairy um, milk holders, basically, that they then turned into fermenters. You know what I mean? So what's really cool is that they go from, you know, these different businesses that are, you know, drink associated and can use reuse that equipment and repurpose it for for beer. I mean, like we said before, the whole starting a brewery thing is expensive. The equipment's expensive. You have to, 
when you're starting out, unless you've won the lotto, um, you, you got to Frankenstein it or buy it used. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I mean, are we halfway kids? I think, I think I'm, uh, I'm a little bit past halfway. Yeah. Good you. Look at you. All right. Adam, so, I have no idea in this class that you gave me. I could be halfway. That's I, Chad. That's Chad's dildo glass. I, that's actually Adam's dildo glass. I have my dildo glass with me right now. I don't know where I am. <laughs> I don't think this class was washed before I used it. Well, Chad used um, it first and gave it to me. And then... But yeah, they're saying this. They're looking to construct a glass walled campus that includes a larger brew pub, a retail space, new offices, outdoor dining, parking, and then a significantly larger brewery. Is there an amusement park? <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> I wonder at what point. Um, they get so big that I I don't I still don't know. Did you guys ever figure out what the the number of barrels were to maintain yourself as a craft beer? Uh, we no, did, but I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm sure there's. Um, Google could tell you. If only there was a device. But can you can we can you shut your pie hole now so we can talk about the halfway point and then we can talk more about it? Am I just tell me? Am I am I is this the halfway point, Adam? What am I looking at here? You're yeah. You're almost to the ribs. Okay. For your pleasure. There we go, Jake. What say you at the halfway point, sir? What are you What are you feeling? What are you thinking? Uh, are you still humming away at your over-emphasized rating? No, I mean I continue to taste. You know, mostly the citrus smell. Uh, you know, it's got a, a nice citrus aroma and taste to it. And uh, like I said, you, you start to get that drink, and you feel like you're you're diving into a IPA. You know, you sort of sense this happiness coming. Uh, but there's there's no bitterness. There's there's absolutely no bitterness aftertaste. I, I think it just kind of mellows. Um, if anything, this might be going up for me. I might be looking at a four two five right now. Wow. See, I definitely get as it warms up. I'm getting more bitterness afterwards after I swallow. <laughs> so I'm uh, definitely definitely not with you on there. Uh, Chadillac. Um. I like this one as much as Pliny and Two Hearted, so I can't I can't not rate it the same. Uh, so halfway through, I'm actually going to come up just a little bit as well, uh, and go to three seven five. Yeah, boy, coming up. <laughs> I'm coming up. Um, <coughs> what did I say? I said three five, didn't I? You did. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Coming up. Sounds like you were going down. You wish. I'm gonna hold. I'm holding. I'm gonna stay hold right there. I'm holding. <laughs> I'm gonna stay right here. Right there right now. It is as it warms up, I do taste a little bit more bitterness. Uh from Yeah, I I would agree. As it warms up, it is getting a little more bitter. Yeah. But it's not not so bad to where it's not drinkable for sure. Jake, you look like you wanted to say something. I'm just, I'm trying to decide, you know, once again, we've already talked about how it's, it's certainly not as difficult to get as some of the uh, other whales. Um, but I am wondering to myself, should I have bought more? I mean, not being considered an IPA technically, do you think that I could have, is this one I still want to drink within three months of getting? Yeah. Especially with it's 100% citra hops. You, you don't, you're not, you don't want to sit on this Okay. at all. Yeah. You want to, you want to drink it. When you get it, and you're not—I mean, and I haven't seen you be able to buy this in twelve packs. I mean, you can get a six pack, and you're able to drink that pretty quickly. So, 
Because I, I, what I'm thinking is, I want to drink this on a hot day. I want, I want to. For sure. I mean, that's what the whole IPA thing to me. The IPA is is that that hot day beer. You know, didn't uh, didn't James give us uh, the number of days that he would not age anything over, <coughs> other than the barrel age series? Didn't he say IPAs no more than 120 days, which I thought was a long time, and anything else not barrel aged under 180, 100, yeah, 180 days. Right. Really, anything else not barrel aged 180. Yeah. Huh. But also, what was funny, I don't know if I sent it to you guys. I'll have to do it later tonight. But I actually found um, there's a video somebody tweeted of um, the guy from Stone Brewing. Was it Greg? That was his name, right? Yep. Um, Greg Coach. 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 Whatever. He um, was, (laughs) there was a video of him at some type of a beer event where they asked him about aging. And he said that, you know, he used to really be into aging and cellaring beers. Like, that was something he did quite a bit of. And he said now, more recently, um, <clears throat> he doesn't, he tells people, don't, don't, don't cellar it. He's like, drink it. Enjoy the beer. And what he actually said is, if you have a beer that you found that you like, and it's, and it's ageable, it's cellarable, like, you know, these barrel-aged um, beers, he said, buy enough of it, he said, depending on how long you want to go, like buy enough of it that you can cellar it, but then you can have a beer every six months for like six years. And he said, he said, but he basically said, look, it's if it's good beer, why do you want to deny yourself being able to drink it? He's like, a lot of times people will go out and buy two of these beers, have one to drink now, and have one to cellar. So they drink the one now, and they're like, oh my gosh, this beer is so amazing, I love it so much. But now I'm gonna wait for another six years or whatever they decide or a year to have this beer again he's like why do that to yourself oh well okay let me let me jump in here um because i think there is some reasons uh first of all money first of all um well yes certainly <laughs> it's, I, I can't necessarily buy 12 of my favorite beer or can i find can i even find 12 of them? yeah or can you find them yeah um so what i will say shout out to chatter up there in green bay chatter with the hail mary pass um last week so like I said, I had been sort of hunting around down Chicago trying to come up with something, trying to, you know, maybe impress these boneheads with something I was able to find <laughs> in the city there. So Not I, I happen. So I, I strike out, right? <laughs> I, I check out two places, strike out, go back to my desk, you know, begrudgingly, go back to work. And then, you know, of course, while I'm gone, you know, shit blows up. So I'm sitting there, I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. I hear my phone going off with Marco Polos and, and uh you know tax and whatever it's dinging over there but uh, you know i was just in the trenches taking care of some shit after i'd been you know walking around for an hour so finally i look at my phone and adam's like dude did you watch chad's marco polo i'm like no i will watch it right now <laughs> you know for all i know he's just about to moon me i mean who knows this could be <laughs> you um, never know you never know you never know so i open it up well Chad up there, a little, uh, I don't know if it's a, a little Green Bay leprechaun there or whatever you want to call it. He uh, <laughs> he goes and checks out a store. You know, it's like Valentine's Day. It's Wednesday. He's uh, going to get some twice baked potatoes, you know, getting a nice That's little it. dinner going. That's all yeah. I was there for. And of course, he he goes to some some supermarket I never heard of, Festival Foods or something. 
Yep. Uh, I mean, go, Chad, go ahead and tell them, tell the fine people uh, what you sent me a picture of and what I now have <laughs> in my possession because of you. Yeah. So this is not. It wasn't what you think he sent a picture of. <laughs> well, tell them the, the not what you sent me later. The <laughs> oh, earlier in the day when I was yeah. at the store. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So not typically what you would find at a festival foods liquor store, but they uh, they actually have a fairly decent selection from time to time. But I was not expecting to find what I found. Uh, so I walk over to the uh, the pint section, and the suspense is killing me. What's it gonna say? I don't even look. I, I looked immediately. Look straight at it. It's the first thing I saw. A bottle of CBS. What? Uh, no, 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 no. So I, I, I saw it from like I don't know, fifteen feet away, and I beelined it for the for the cooler. He looks around and see the base. See yeah, much, in my it. mind, like you saw some other guy lock eyes on it too. Then you both looked at each other, and then you just raced and you like threw no, them like a, that <laughs> a that bunch of happen. boxes. That didn't happen, but I did get it called a name. In my like, mind, I did get called a name later uh, after a guy saw what I was buying. Uh, so there were three bottles of CBS on the shelf. Grab those. Uh, right next to it were five bottles of Surly Darkness, which was released that day. Which I've been uh, looking for, Chad, and haven't been able to find. Yeah, and it, well, you won't. It, that's I'm sure it's all gone by now. Um, the uh, I I grabbed the three bottles of CBS. I grabbed two bottles of Surly Darkness. I probably should have bought more, but I was already already buying three bottles of CBS. <laughs> and when what turned out to be four bottles of CBS, because I went to check out, I said, "Do you have any more?" And he said, "No, I don't think we do." Actually, oh, and I, oh, hold on a second. Actually, he goes over to a cabinet, and there's a bottle of CBS that's got some guy's name on it who. Said to hold it, and then he called that morning and said, "No, nah, I'm not going to be able to come get it." So that's how I ended up with four bottles of CBS, and I should have bought the other dark uh, darkness, the surly darknesses, but I was already up to a couple hundred bucks at that point, so I didn't want to <laughs> didn't want to uh, walk out of there with everything that they. That and, they then he, and then he got home, and and his uh, better half was like, "But where are the potatoes?" <laughs> <laughs> I did remember the potatoes. Uh, as I was checking out, a guy walks in and he sees the bottle of CBS and he comes over and he grabs it, takes it out of my, the crate, the, the carrier thing. And he's like, where did you get this? Oh, I'm like, grabbed it out of the carrier. That's yeah, like touching your child. I would have slapped him. <laughs> he, he took it out of the carrier, looked at it. He's like, where'd you get this? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I just bought, I bought everything they had. And he goes, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and i said well there's three bottles of dark of surly darkness left over there i didn't buy all those he's like all right well I'm, he's so he went and grabbed those right away i went offered to sell two for a couple hundred bucks <laughs> oh well, so after we did our uh you know our cbs kbs i was chatting up cbs with the wife and all the fun i had and this that and the other so she starts looking it up online just to see like what it would cost to get a bottle of cbs for me people were selling the empty bottle Empty bottle for a hundred bucks. I'm not saying anybody was buying that, but I saw the empty bottle selling anywhere from twenty five to a hundred. Yeah, somebody <laughs> selling a full bottle for five hundred. Now, is anybody buying that? I don't know. Maybe they're starting off high just to see, but it was legit out there. Yep. Yep. So back to your question, Adam. Um, thank you to Chad. I now have my own bottle of CBS. And I don't know what yeah. the heck to do with it. And the wife keeps saying to me, why aren't you drinking this, you dumbass? You were so excited to get it. Why are you sticking it in the basement? Ugh, it's, in the I know. Dark, 
you know, cold spot. Never, you know, for nobody to see it, like eh, hiding it away. I, yeah, I, I I will tell you, I'm gonna I'm gonna drink mine sooner than later. I mean, we've already had it, uh, so. I mean, yeah, I agree. I mean, you already I, know. I mean, I'm, I, I plan know, on I'm drinking scared. it when we go down to when I go down to Dallas. Yeah, that's, that's good. That'd be awesome for Dan to have that. Um, that's a good reason. That's a good reason. I need to find like somebody I want to share it with that hasn't had it. That's, my that's brother, for sure. Maybe maybe my buddy who first shared it with me, you know, on that Detroit trip. I don't know. I need to like do. No, don't do that. Don't share that's 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 dumb. You just wait till you and I can share it together. Um, but you know, I agree. You know, I, I was very tempted to. I can't get any more. I got one bottle. I know. Well, you said that before, but you got more. Um, I was very tempted to sell it, you know. But I'm gonna. I I don't want to. <laughs> I want to drink it. But and but you know, and the only reason that I'm even selling the Goose Island that we have is because we I we we bought a case of it. Right. Yeah, so multiple bottle, multiple so bottles. There, so. I'm gonna sell. I'm gonna sell that. And also, let's just put it out there. Um, Goose Island has not been hard to find this year. Right. <laughs> I mean, I've been to two liquor stores and they've had huge monuments of it, you know, and each time I take a picture, text you guys like, okay, grab me two more. Okay. Grab me a couple more. So yeah. it the, hasn't been that. The two we have had, year. which are excellent, have not been hard to find. I have not found. That's any, true. The other variant. Five I others. Yeah. I haven't seen Or any was any. able to find that release. They just had a uh, Brazier Noir. Um, and I might be saying yeah, that. Brazier wrong, Noir. But I, yeah. I've, I've asked for that one as well. In fact, when I went to beer bazaar today, I asked uh, the lady working there, I was like, I saw this on your uh, untapped menu yesterday. She's like, yeah, I saw the last bottle yesterday. Um, but Chad, you know, funny to your story, what I learned from your story when you got CBS is it was the retailers that had bought um, Sumatra. Sumatra, yeah. They were the ones that got some CBS. So every store that I go to with Sumatra, I'm like, <laughs> Did you, do you have CBS they're hiding like, somewhere? They're like, we got one case and it's sold in an hour. I'm like, shit. So they all yeah. know you were right. Every one of them that's got Sumatra got a case of CBS, um, except actually Beer Bazaar did not. They had Sumatra. They're like, no, we didn't get any CBS. I was like, well, I guess you just don't buy enough. But when I was at Woodman's, um, they got four cases of Woodman's in Kenosha. Four cases of CBS sold that day. Uh, when I was at Antioch Liquors, they got one case of CBS sold as soon as they put it out. Yeah, yeah and it, it Antioch Liquors had told me the same, that they... They were surprised to get the CBS, like or not the CBS, but the Goose Island. They didn't know that they were going to get more. So when I was in there and we saw that huge monument that Chad and I saw, you know, I had asked him, was like, you know, I thought he's like, no, we didn't know we were going to get it either. So sorry, Chad, I interrupted you. Go ahead, Pookie. No, that's okay. No, I'm just saying the same thing that uh, the CBS that was at festival. Uh, I was surprised that it didn't go in a, in one day, but festival is not really a place that you normally find CBS. I mean, like Ridgeview Liquors, yes, absolutely. Woodman's, yeah, you probably would. Festival, I would, I never expected to find it there. Um, so they had a case, twelve bottles, six, um, eight had sold the day before. I bought the last four the second day, and then they, uh, the Surly Darkness, got there that day, and it and it sold. I went back. The next day and asked and they said yeah it all sold in this in the, in one day so when this stuff shows up if you're not there when it happens and by a stroke of luck i was it's it's so what impossible. is what is certainly darkness i honestly haven't even looked it up yet so explain if you could for me and the fine folks listening at home or at work or in the car oh it's a it's a russian imperial stout uh, barrel aged was this a yearly release that they do or what's that is it a yeah, yearly a, release? Yes. 
Hey, we got a text message, kids. We got a text message, kids. Uh, we got a text message from Texas Dan. Texas. I thought it was Dallas Dan. Well, he says in in the text, he says Texas Dan, but I'm going to go with Dallas Dan. That sounds more porn starish. Um, <laughs> and he says, "Hi, y'all! A long time listener, first time texter. Good job. Way to start it off. <laughs> uh, for someone like me who has not had the privilege of tasting CBS or even seen it on the shelf, tell me how it is sold by the pint bottle? Question mark. What does it typically retail for? When I find it, love you guys. Keep up the good work." <laughs> he said, "Texas Dan, but it's Dallas Dan." Dallas um, Dan. So, yes, it is a pint bottle. And uh, what? how much did you did you pay there, Chadillac? Uh, wait a minute. Which one are we talking about? CBS. $22? I uh, paid like $24. Yeah, so it's usually $22 to $24-ish. Um, that's what yeah, it retails first, for. The first yeah. bottle I think I paid $25 for at... at uh, at Ridgeview, and then there were 24 at Festival. Right, yeah. So a little, as a popularity, well, maybe not popularity, but I'm surprised I went, were you at a different store? Never mind. Uh, so yeah, um, and if you just Google, you'll see the artwork. I mean, it's a, it's a Canadian Mountie on a horse on the bottle. <laughs> so um, thanks for the text, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Uh, just to bring this back to, so we can close out this early darkness thing. I, I was looking at the 2017 numbers. The 2018 that we have is the Russian Imperial Stout, 12% ABV. Uh, it's a massive Russian Imperial Stout that brings uh, coffee, cherries, raisin, uh, and toffee in a barrel-aged uh, limited edition that spent uh, three months aging in Woodford Reserve rye whiskey barrels. Oh, see, they know, they know where they got it from. Yes, so that will be on a. Uh, we're, we're setting up another uh, Saturday marathon podcast day. <laughs> uh, speaking <laughs> of promoting craps, as we we're talking about that, also as we've mentioned a couple times, we also do quick reviews, so not this long format hour plus podcast. If you're not down with that, if you go to our um, our website at beardhops.com slash find us and you go to our um, either our podcast or you can also find them on YouTube as well. We do um, all of these podcasts that you hear are also up in video format over on uh, the old YouTube. So the, the quick videos are generally three to five ish minutes where either Chad or myself will review a beer, not nearly as in depth as what you see on the podcast. So if you don't have time to stick around and hang with us, um, on this, you can definitely check those out, um, YouTube or yeah, podcast. we're going to be cranking some of those out uh, on a regular regular basis. Uh, we've we've got uh, got several to do. My my favorite yeah. chat is the uh, is your Friday morning beer review. That that gets me, and I always <laughs> listen to it at work. Now it's like part of my Friday now. But then I just want to. I'm like, ah, how much do I have to get done today? When yeah, no, it's like colleagues notice if I just had a little beer in this water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> well you don't need to use a water bottle just bring uh just coffee bring a mug. coffee mug yeah. yeah there you go yeah so every every friday morning uh we would do release chad's friday morning beer review because it's friday and you want friday drink. friday <laughs> Did you see the last one where he's dancing yeah um <laughs> oh that was great 
Because it's Friday. <laughs> you, got no job. you ain't got no job. You ain't got, you ain't shit, got to shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go watch that on YouTube, you can see uh, him dancing. You can, of course, just uh, subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcasting app, and you can hear him. But trust me, it's a lot more fun to see him in his uh, his house robe and yes. Friday morning <laughs> drinking yeah. a beer. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so check those out. Um, of course, we do have great beers coming your way. Um, some more great beers as well. So we're not done with this one yet, though, boys. Um, it looks like Jake is down to he's really holding firm in the ribbed portion of that of that uh, glass there. So put that in front of the camera so the folks at home can see your ribbed IPA glass. Yes, I I am holding strong here in the last two ribs, but I'm I'm ready to finish. I'm ready. I'm waiting on the word. Shoot it. What you got, Chad? Are you done already? I'm done. Then I'll finish mine, too. All right, boys. All right. So that one is done. Finish the zombie dust. Chad, how was your final sip? What say you? What um, was the you know, untapped? It's pretty good. I'm actually, I'm actually going to fall back to where I started. Low, low, low. The uh, so I went three five at to begin with three seven five in the middle, just because I think it warmed up. It had a nice taste when it warmed up. It did get a little more bitter, and as I've talked in the past, if they if the beer doesn't hold its uh, taste profile or or gets worse on the bitter or sour side towards the end, I'm not gonna rate it as good as I or may, I'm not gonna rate it as high as maybe I once was at some point during the during the drink. So I'll, I'm just going to come back down to 3.5. Good beer. I enjoyed it. Um, it's hoppy, not, not bitter, not bitter at all, but it did get, it was bitter, but got a little more bitter towards the end, but not so bitter that I couldn't drink it. So Chad, if you, if you saw this one, if you were out looking for beer and you didn't have one necessarily in mind, and you saw this, would you pick it up? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Jacoby, you know, I think I'm going to drop down. I'm going to fall back to uh, my whoa, original rating. The four, the four <laughs> feels right. Like it's it's a it's a it's better than most beers, but it's it's you just not four feels right. That, that's right. That's about right. Not quite into that. <laughs> it's not any farther into that elite group. Um, it's a good beer. I, you know what I want to do is I want to drink this again. Uh, this summer and give it another rating and, and see how it tastes then. Uh, but I'm going to go with a four right now. Oh, man. It's always, good, it's always good having Jake here because I can just make motions to him when, <laughs> when nobody can see what I'm doing. Inappropriate motions. I'm glad our <laughs> listeners aren't seeing this. <laughs> make sure it's off camera so nobody can see. Uh, refresh my memory. Take a shower. <laughs> You're gonna do that before you leave. So, um, <laughs> my, refresh my memory. I was at three seven five. Am I right? What I was at last time? <laughs> I think you were at three five. I thought I started at three five. Oh, you're right. I was at. No, you held. You held it. Held. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You held. You held, hold the line. Good. I'm holding. I'm staying three five. Staying three five. Um, it, I mean, I I would have it again. Um, but I do think there's better IPAs out there. I think that's what kind of makes me not want to go any higher so 
Um, yeah. I mean, it's better than I thought I remembered, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm at with it. I feel I'm look, I'm looking through um, on untap my friends ratings on this. Oh, by the way, um, I've had two other two other three Floyd's uh, beers. Other than this one, I've had the Robert the Bruce, which I rated a four. That's a Scotch Ale we heavy. And then I've had the Space Station Middle Finger, which is a four two five for me. So this is actually the worst rated Three Floyd's beer that I've had. Not that it was not that it was bad. It's just it wasn't. I didn't like it as much as the other ones. I still look. This is still a good beer. I'm sorry, my hand was in front of the camera that whole time I was talking. <laughs> it was yeah, really really good work there. You're such a professional. We had the Space Station uh, recently, and I'll I'll say this much: it's worth getting just for the bottle. That bottle's great. Oh yeah, that's that's why that's the whole reason for getting this for the bottle. What is it? I don't even think do I have it up here. I don't have it up here. Uh, well, what I was saying was, uh, friends on Untapped, everybody has rated this a four two five or higher that I'm friends with on Untapped, except for Dan. He rated it a three. And Adam, well, I know, you, I know, Eric Adam, rated you, it. You rated this at uh, three two five back in uh, t- April 2015. Yeah, and originally and then, my very first time in 2012, I rated it a four two five. So wait a minute here. You've got some cleanup to do on your untapped. I got cleanup to do everywhere. Tell me. Shut up, Jake. Don't <laughs> need that mic, you little bitch. I know what you're going to do. <laughs> I saw him moving up to that mic to talk. He's like, nope, just shut up. Don't even. <laughs> we, uh, we didn't talk about beers we've had this week, but I, we don't necessarily have to do that on every single episode. Well, the problem is if we talk about every beer you've had this week, we're going to be here for like another 45 minutes. You do best and worst. Yeah, that's true. I, I've brought that up to him before, and he doesn't like doing that. I could tell his voice. He's like, yeah, we yeah, could we do it. Do it. Uh, right. I want to go through the entire list of everything I've had. I only have, I have to go through three this week. I don't have to. No, one, two, three. Well, yesterday was heavy. Carry the two. <laughs> I only had like 18 since last time. But that was yesterday I had. I mean, yesterday at a brewery, we do we do a flight. <laughs> Doing. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> how, many, how many did you have today while you're watching your NASCAR? Uh, was he watching? The, are you NASCAR? No, I'm not an NASCAR fan, but I like watching the Daytona 500. So I That's did watch the says. 500 today. That's what he says. He likes NASCAR. I really, the rest of the year, I really don't care about. That's that's the one time he drinks Coors Light is when he's watching NASCAR. <laughs> no, I only had two today. I had uh, I had a Saison and a Casper, and it's National Wine Day, so I had a glass of wine with Brittany and. Uh, that's it. It's National Wine Day, and I have kids that wine enough, so I figured that was good. <laughs> and they did really good today at it. So, yeah, I had too many beer options to drink wine today. All right, well, let's do it real quickly, Chad. If you can do it real quickly, Jake, go first, because by the time we get to Chad, no, if Chad goes first, nobody's going to want to hear what we had. So, all right, well, I had a oatmeal <laughs> stout by Free State Brewing. It was actually my first, and well recent drain pour and only drain pour of the week wait what would, what was it it was called it was an oatmeal stout from free state brewing where, and, where uh, free state brewing huh and you, you drain poured it huh what was wrong with it i drain poured it well it, you know so it's a stout and like when i first drank it, it was like okay but there was like no like it, it had sort of that classic stout flavor up front but there was no aftertaste there was nothing on my palate there was no coating it felt for a stout like it felt very thin 
but the color was right but there was there was no there's just no texture to it and then i let it warm up thinking you know the longer it warmed up the better we get the worse it got it it it, it was disgusting so i i drain poured that um the best beer i had of the week the next one i have rated here was veneration three sheeps that was a rye barrel loved it left you with a bottle adam i don't know i can't wait to try that yeah and you know so what's good. great about that one is it's thirteen point two. You know, I started that one. <laughs> you start that one. Start the day off with that, and you'll be feeling real nice. Actually, I'm going to have it before bedtime tonight. It'll help me sleep. <laughs> it's really tasty. Uh, talked to a guy at the liquor store. Tried. I was. I wanted a sour. He was telling me about this brewery. He's a big fan of called Collective Arts Brewing. Uh, I said okay. Uh, and he was showing me this, you know, section where he's got them. I was like, do they have a sour? He's like, well why they do it's a dry hop sour i think what's great about this is a five percent abv it comes in a 16 ounce can it felt it, it's got a great sour taste to it uh and it, it's very sessionable like i could absolutely sit there and have a few um great beer for that you get um, my wife had a sip of that one right yeah and i brought you one as well oh yeah. nice she said she, she thought it was really good too so yeah i i gotta tell you these sours are, are taking me lately guys oh yeah they're getting good it's gonna be the summer of sours i think i'm calling it now I recently reviewed a sour. I think it's coming up this coming week. Everybody will see it. I, re- I did two. And one, not so good. But the other one was very, very tasty. So, yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you. I think it might be summer sours um, if you can find some good ones. So, I, I think you're going to like this one. Uh, so let me know what you think. Uh, there's a couple others. The only other one I'll really call out here, um, I had another one of the heroes by Revolution. I had the Amarillo Hero. I they had that on tap uh, when I was out at lunch today. I thought it was fantastic. And I had already finished this week. Um, I've already checked them all in and had them before, but I finished this week my League of Heroes pack, which I love. What kind of beer was that Amarillo one? Um, it was, I mean, it's it's an IPA, but it had, um, what they call it? It definitely had a different flavor than the other. I'm trying to, uh, yeah, God, I can't explain it. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of the word for it. I, I don't know. Right. Well, good story. Cool it, story. Yeah, Thanks. great story. I know. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it's it. It was an IPA. It was a Revolution IPA. So, all right. Go. Never mind. Um, but yeah, that was not in the League of Hero pack that I had. Uh, so I had not had that hero before. So the League of Heroes will have could have different. They're not I didn't, all I the didn't, same. I didn't think so, but uh, Eric had rated it, and if I'm understanding his rating correctly, because I only had two friends and that had had the Amarillo and Eric was one of them. And he said, he mentioned the League of Hero pack. So it sounds like he had a League of Hero pack that had Amarillo in it. Mine had, did not. Cause after we, we tried yours, I just didn't look at them anymore. But if there's different beers in them, maybe I'll try to check them out. But uh, Well, why didn't you look at them? They're damn good. I'm not, I'm, I'm moving away from the IPAs, sir. Okay. What, but a question to you guys, and maybe you don't know the answer to this now, but I was trying to look at this when I was at, um, when I was at Woodman's because I don't necessarily like getting a six pack of a beer I've never had, which is why I really like the four pack size. But something I was going to ask, maybe you guys could, uh, not necessarily this episode, but future episodes, let us know if you see any good variety packs by a brewery, uh, let me know because I was looking at some of the variety packs that they had at Woodman's it being such a big, you know, just a big ass store with a lot of options. And I almost bought a couple different ones because that's just, that's more fun, especially since I like checking in a lot of beers. It's funny. Cause I, we go to Costco each week and have 
all these variety packs at Costco, but they're like huge ass variety packs. And I'm like, I don't want that much beer that I don't know what I'm getting. Well, if you see a brewer that you really are interested in, text me and I can maybe I could split it with you. Well, you know, so Chad, I was going to mention this to you. Costco has what they call a craft beer variety pack, right? And it's the Costco Kirkland brand, which I've never so. So you don't know who brewed it because it's they put their name on it. And I'm tempted to try and review that for the show because we have no <laughs> idea what this beer is that we'd be getting. <laughs> we would just, um, but they have like they have um, the Kenosha one has like New Glarus variety packs, and they have uh, Summit beer variety packs. That's one I I think I text Chad the picture of because it, it looks like it's a it's really cool. It's like a suitcase, and you open it up, and then it has like a huge overlay that says Summit on it. It's pretty cool. Anyway. Okay, so for me, this work, uh, I mean, all the three sheep stuff, of course. I'm not going to mention every single one. The one that I really did like, the two that I really liked at three sheeps was the uh, seven-legged cartwheel. That was um, a Sours American Wild Ale. Uh, that was good. Sours. Is that, was that a pilot? Do you remember, Chad? You were a pilot. I know I couldn't get a growler of it. I couldn't get a growler of it, so I wanted one. I heard you, so shut up. Um, <laughs> the other one I gave actually a four two five was the Bourbon Barrel Euphoria. That was the first one we had when we walked in and sat down. Oh, yeah, so good. Um, it's an American style bourbon barrel aged eight percent ABV. Um, man, that was that was a way to start off a day. That was really good. Um, at lunch, we also went to this Irish, Irish British pub. British pub. British pub. Yeah. Um, and the first time I'd ever had O'Hara's Irish Stout, and uh, that was very, very good. I gave that a four. That was an Irish dry. Uh, that was really, really good. Um, yeah, and other than that, it's other podcast stuff that I'm not going to give away, so I'm not going to tell the rest of it. So, All right, uh, Chad, why don't you go ahead? We will put our heads down and just wake us up when you're done. I'm not going to take that long. It's like heads up, seven up. You ever play that? <laughs> don't, don't look at my feet under your desk. <laughs> No, I won't go through all of them. Um, uh, I'll just hit the highlights and one low light. Uh, Veneration had that this week uh, as well. 425, awesome, awesome beer. Uh, Bean Flicker Blonde by Oddsides Ales. This is a blonde ale with coffee. You guys, I, I know you're not listening to me. We are listening. We are. We're yeah. counting. I'm just no, confirming. Did you say Bean Flicker? Bean Flicker. Bean Flicker Blonde? Yes. Okay, back as you were. <laughs> Wait, are you gonna talk about that pink one? Was that this past week? That beer like, like, didn't even look well. Never mind. That was at that was at Three Sheeps. Yes, the pink one was at Three Sheeps. But you had another three. No, like though. like he had one didn't Tuesday he? or Monday. He had this thing he poured out that was. You did have a pink one this week. You uh, Marco does. No, that was last. That was a while back. I'm sorry, Adam. It was not that far back. All right. Well, we did, we did have it. we did have a pink one that was a nitro. Um. Raspberry? I don't know. It was tart. It was really good, though. I think they have that in bottles, too. Um, As you were, sir. As you were. Go ahead. I don't know. It may have been Butterfly Farts that was kind of pinkish. That sounds like that's, the one. That's what I've heard. Yeah, Butterfly Farts. Yeah. Pink. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway. But I've, uh, I've also heard like that unicorn crap is like... Never mind. Go ahead. Oh, I've seen video of that. It's rainbow colored. So, uh, Bean Flicker Blonde, that's a blonde ale with coffee. It was really good. Uh, Sequential by Dogfish Head. Sour. Uh, it's a Goza. 
Love that one. Um, everything from three sheeps we had was, was, was really, really good. I don't have anything bad to say about any of those that euphoria, the bourbon barrel euphoria was real, was amazing though. And then, uh, we had the cuvee 2018, uh, as part of our flight as well. And, uh, Chad did get a bottle of the 17. I can't wait to hear what you think about it. Chad. I did. Yeah. What's the plan for the 17 bottle? Uh, I'll drink it pretty soon. I just, uh, I'm not going to save it really for anything. I just, uh, in other words, um, he's not saving it for you. That's, that's what, what I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'll probably drink it um, next weekend, I would guess. Did that guy give you Charles or whatever his name? Did he give you a... <laughs> I don't remember what he said. His name. Oh, Chris <laughs> at Ridgeview. No, 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 no. The, the guy at Three Sheeps. Did he tell you a number of days? Remember you were... T- no, I remember Dustin Hoffman. That wasn't it. I think it was one of the owners. Oh, you were James, talking about... James. 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 I was Samsonite. Um, you said 120 days for an IPA, 180 d- days for any other beer not in a not in a barrel. Did he right. did he tell you a barrel age? Nope. Okay, because I, I know I know we've heard like three years is like prime. Okay, go ahead. Yep. Nope. We didn't didn't uh, didn't give us a, a date range for uh, barrel age beers. Um. So so yeah, I'll just, uh, the last one here that I had today, uh, I didn't check in the, the Casper today. I've checked in like 20 times. So, uh, I had a Saison today from, uh, uh, uh Brasserie St. Fulian in Belgium. Uh, that was, uh, I didn't drain it, but it was a 2.2.5. I just didn't really, I just not feeling the Saisons. I, I like the wild ales and the gozas, uh, but the Saisons, I'm just not, not feeling it. So there were more, but that's uh, that's those are my highlights and uh, the one one low. Turn your mic on, Adam. <laughs> uh, so you didn't have any drain pours this week. I did not have any drain pours this week. No, oh, that's good. And it's called the Nitra Berry. That's what we had. That's the pink one we had. Night, yeah, that's the pink one we had at three sheets. I, for, I forgot really to check it. I just checked it in right now. I totally forgot to check it in yesterday. So. I did that with a copper locker. I checked it in like right when I went to bed last night. Uh, I gave a nit- nitro barrier three seven five. I thought that was a really good beer. Yeah, that's what I gave it as well. That is available though, right? Yep, I think it is. Yeah, yep. is. I want to get one of that. Some of that. Mm-hmm. That's only a three, yeah, because uh, it's only three point uh, five too. So it's you know I drink a six pack of that in like five minutes or so. Yeah, the uh, the cardboard pack, the six pack cardboard that we brought the. Oh, you're the, right. Uh, glasses home in was nitro berry, so yeah, you can right. you can definitely buy that. You're so much smarter than me. Um, <laughs> are we done? Is that it? That's it, man. I don't I don't have anything else. Jake, Jake, just looking at his phone, playing some stupid game. <laughs> no, I was trying. I think there was a different beer that Chad had that really struck me with the color. I can't find it, so I'm good. Well, all right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, uh, Chad, you want to do the closing here? Go ahead. Go ahead. Close up the show, Chad. Come on. Come on, Chad. All right. All right. All right, beer peeps. If you want to find us, go to beardedhops.com slash find us. Uh, all of our social media info is there. And find you can us. find our podcast on any of the podcasts. Find your favorite podcast site. We're there. We're, uh, <laughs> He's still talking about butterfly farts over here. I don't know. It We're wasn't the butterfly farts. There was something else. It was like it looked like a pink highlighter color. We're, We're trying, trying to close out the show we'll, here, please. Yeah, we'll we'll keep looking, but we're closing out the show. So, 
Find us uh, on YouTube. Uh, give us a, sub- a subscribe on YouTube. Uh, we'd love to have you uh, give us some feedback there. And um, I think that's it. That's right. Jake, any, any parting thoughts of lack of wisdom from you, sir? Uh, IBU means nothing. And uh, <laughs> hope everybody has a good week. And uh, drink some beers. Peace. That should be your IBUs mean nothing. <laughs> you just you just told the craft beer industry there's no Santa Claus. Thanks, All right, guys. Thanks so much again. Uh, Beerdots.com slash find us as we get everything. So, and uh, stay tuned this week. Of course, there will be uh, something released pretty much every day this week between quick reviews and uh, regular podcasts. So yeah, yeah. We'll see ya. Bye bye. We're out. Stop the broadcast. Hit the button.